Welcome to the worship of God at Northminster on this, the second Sunday in the sacred season of Advent. A special word of welcome today to our friends at the Instruments who will be joining the Northminster Choir to help lead us in this morning's service of lessons and carols. And to our special guests from the Kappa League Mentor Program, we are honored by your presence here with us in worship this morning. And to all who are visiting Northminster on this beautiful second Sunday morning in the sacred season of Advent. Our hope for this special Lord's Day is our prayer for every ordinary Lord's Day that all of us gathered here will find in the hour of worship some of the comfort, courage, and clarity we need to live deeply, fully, and faithfully the life which is ours to live in the world and the week which waits beyond these walls. Welcome to the service of lessons and carols. Welcome to the worship of God. God tells sinful Adam that he has lost the life of paradise and that his seed will bruise the serpent's head. They heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden at the time of the evening breeze, and the man and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called to the man and said to him, Where are you? He said, I heard the sound of you in the garden. And I was afraid, because I was naked, and I hid myself. He said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree of which I commanded you not to eat? The man said, The woman whom you gave to be with me, she gave me fruit from the tree, and I ate. Then the Lord God said to the woman, What is this that you have done? The woman said, the serpent tricked me, and I ate. The Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, cursed are you among all animals and among all wild creatures. Upon your belly you shall go, and dust you shall eat all the days of your life. I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your offspring and hers. He will strike your head, and you will strike his heel. And to the man he said, because you have listened to the voice of your wife and have eaten of the tree about which I commanded you, you shall not eat of it. Cursed is the ground because of you. In toil you shall eat of it all the days of your life. Thorns and thistles it shall bring forth for you, and you shall eat the plants of the field. By the sweat of your face you shall eat bread until you return to the ground. For out of it you were taken. You are dust, and to dust you shall return.
God promises to faithful Abraham that in his seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. The angel of the Lord called to Abraham a second time from heaven and said, By myself I have sworn, says the Lord, because you have done this and have not withheld your son, your only son, I will indeed bless you, and I will make your offspring as numerous as the stars of heaven and as the sand that is on the seashore. And your offspring shall possess the gate of their enemies, and by your offspring shall all the nations of the earth gain blessing for themselves, because you have obeyed my voice.
The prophet foretells the coming of the Savior. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who live in a land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. For a child has been born for us, a son given to us. Authority rests upon his shoulders, and he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His authority shall grow continually, and there shall be endless peace for the throne of David and his kingdom. He will establish and uphold it with justice and with righteousness. From this time onward and forevermore, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. peace that Christ will bring is foreshown. A shoot shall come, come out from the stump of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. The spirit of the Lord shall rest on him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. His delight shall be in the fear of the Lord. He shall not judge by what his eyes see or decide by what his ears hear, but with righteousness he shall judge the poor and decide with equity for the meek of the earth. He shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth and with the breath of his lips he shall kill the wicked. The wolf, the wolf shall live with the lamb, the leopard shall lie down with the kid, the calf and the lion and the fatling together and a little child shall lead them. The cow and the bear shall graze, their young shall lie down together and the lion shall eat straw like the ox. The nursing child shall play over the hole of the asp, and the weaned child shall put its hand on the adder's den. They will not hurt or destroy on all my holy mountain, for the earth will be full of knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. 
on your hearts with mine in prayer. Eternal and loving God, we are deeply thankful for the privilege and responsibility of getting to give all of us together to undergird our life and work as a family of faith within these walls and beyond these walls. Amen.
the angel Gabriel salutes the Blessed Virgin Mary. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent, to, sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Greetings, favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was much perplexed by his words and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. The angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And now you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be great, and he will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give to him the throne of his ancestor David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. Then Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I am a virgin? The angel said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be holy. He will be called Son of God. Then Mary said, here am I, the servant of the Lord. Let it be with me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her.
St. Luke tells of the birth of Jesus. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to the city of David, called Bethlehem, because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged and to who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn.
the shepherds go to the manger. In that region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among those whom he favors. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. John unfolds the great mystery of the Incarnation. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through Him, and without Him not one thing came into being. What has come into being in Him was life, and the life was the light of the people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. There was sent from God there was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world came into being through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, and his own people did not accept him. But to all who received him, 
who believed in his name, he gave power to become children of God, who were born not of blood, or of the will of the flesh, or of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and lived among us, and we have seen his glory, the glory as of a father's only son, full of grace and truth. As we come to the close of this hour of worship, this powerful convergence of truth and beauty, beauty and truth, we invite you to make important decisions for our Lord and our Lord's church during this time of response. Needless to say, deeply grateful to our sisters and brothers who have led us in worship today, mindful that what has been one hour of beauty and truth for us has been countless hours of preparation and discipline for them. So we offer to all of you our deepest gratitude, our honor and our respect and our thanksgiving for all the ways that you've spent a lifetime preparing to offer to God and the rest of us this one hour of truth and beauty, beauty and truth. Many of you were here on the first Sunday in May of this year when we celebrated the 50th anniversary of the beginning of Northminster. As we come now to the close, nearing the end of that Jubilee year, our Pentecostal year as a congregation, we are mindful that it was today 
Sunday, December the 10th, 1967, when our congregation was officially constituted. We elected our first deacons 50 years ago this morning. We adopted our covenant 50 years ago today. So we pause to say thank you to those of you who were here on that Sunday morning. One imagines that you did not imagine that someday the place you were birthing would hold this kind of gathering and this kind of moment. Or maybe you knew exactly what you were doing. In either case, thanks be to God for all of you who were here that day so that the rest of us might be here this day. And thanks to those of you who've been in the narthex throughout this hour of worship. We love it when our sanctuary cannot hold the people who come, but we also know that that's a different experience for you. So many thanks to all of you who have experienced this hour from that spot because the house is beyond full. Thanks be to God and thank you. to all of your other places, resting yourselves in the love of God, casting your cares upon the grace of God, and placing your lives in the hands of God, the hands that will hold you and never let you go. Amen. <laughs> 